Yo, what's up, y'all? This be Johnny and J-Mo from State of Shit Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right, man, you ready, dog? Five, four, three, two, one. Yo, yo, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Steady Ship Sports Edition. You know what I'm saying? This be your boys, Johnny and jmo 713 you know what time it is yeah 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 what's up everybody how's everybody been doing you know what i'm saying we gather here you know what i'm saying to talk some sports some sports you know what i'm saying so it's gonna be like you know a good episode we're gonna talk about like you know a couple of topics one that one topic that's kind of like you know popping off kevin really you know getting um getting it's a suspension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a four-year suspension. You know what I'm saying for being caught for for gambling. We're gonna talk about the WNBA All-Star Brittany Griner, Greener, right? Griner, Griner. I think yeah, I said it right. Uh, yeah, for her getting arrested over there um, across seas in, in Russia. Russia uh, yeah, <laughs> that's like two of the topics, and after that, you know what I'm saying just flow into this shit you know what i'm saying so um so let's start it out bro who are we gonna do man flip of the coin fuck it let's talk about your homegirl britney Graham. do 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 my fault that okay so let's just talk about this so we already know about the story pretty much you know she was in russia uh got caught at the um in the airport right yeah she got caught up in the airport with vapes Pretty much, I'm not gonna even get like all technical with it. Vape cartridge. Yeah, she got caught with vapes and stuff like that. And how long she might be going to jail for? They say five to ten years. That's what she faces for the possession out there. Ouch, ouch. Five to ten years, man, just for some vapes. You know what I'm saying? And what a time to do that. What a time to do that. War time. Well, technically, like you know, pre-war time, because you know, it, a potential war can come out of what's going on, or with Russia and Ukraine. I'm gonna say pre-war. We're just gonna say there's some tension. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Between the two, yeah, state uh, countries, America and Russia. Sanctions put on on Russia by NATO and whatnot, and now, I'm sorry. It's like you know. As an American citizen and seeing, you know, something like this, obviously you and I, how we're like, you know, we could say we're advocates for marijuana, like, you know, marijuana rights and whatnot. But it's like, man, this is like a you should have known better type of situation in this one. I got a new uh, little terminology I like to use. I'm not an advocate for marijuana rights. I'm an advocate for marijuana freedom. I don't need them to be able to sell me weed now. I just need them to be able to leave me the fuck alone if I choose to smoke it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like yeah. a tomato. If I choose to eat a tomato, grow a tomato, sell a tomato, don't fuck with me. Same thing with the marijuana. It ain't the tomato is just free. Free the marijuana. Yeah, free the marijuana. But in this, yeah. But like you know, in this, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. You could say that. But we're both. Well, well, we we both like you know, see the freedom of just smoking my weed for sure yeah 
But in this situation, it's like this, man. If I'm going to China, I'm not going to fucking go over there or try to even come back. <laughs> like, you know, with, with any type of, like, you know, paraphernalia on me. You should know these laws. She should have known these laws. I'm like, I know she a superstar and whatnot. GP's on, right? Green's points on. And it's like, damn. Yes. And then I, I also believe this is another thing of being conscious conscientious of what's going on when you're doing what you do because i'm i'm not gonna say i'm pretty sure but it gives me the impression this isn't her first time out in russia no like she's probably been out there a few times and she's probably taking vape cartridges out there with her every time I, I so it gets to a point where she's doing what she always did but she got to realize things aren't how they always been so when things change you got to change the way you do things also and that's what she failed to do in this instance because i feel like yeah that's something she always done she just she didn't read the room and see what the fuck was going on before she made that decision mm-hmm. i think she was over there in russia doing something dealing with basketball because in the off season most of the uh, most of the ladies on from the WNBA they do play across seas and whatnot so i think that was one of her attentions out there in russia but yeah it's unfortunate you know what i'm saying exactly it's like you really wasn't reading the temperament of the whole situation and shit like that oh man i hope that i know i hope that i hope everything works out for her man you know what i'm saying she you know oh man to get a pardon not i don't think it's gonna work i mean it could it works usually like we look at things being in our position as Joe Biden got a call of Putin on his international phone, security phone. That's not usually how things go. It's an assistant of Biden to get in touch with an assistant of Putin that explains the situation and how it can be resolved. And then Putin just like, it's like any other thing. It just makes it to his desk and he just sign off on it or say, fuck that shit. And that's, it's like a process. The same thing that happened in China with one of the ball brothers when he got caught stealing but the only difference between that and this situation is trump was already in china we're doing business with the president yeah so all he had to do was like get the text and be like oh yeah man i just heard my little homie got not a little homie i just heard an american got locked up over here on some shit hey you think you can send him home and we'll deal with the rest how we deal with the rest like yeah just tell him give us some money and get the fuck up out of here you know what i'm saying all right cool 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 now i can go out here and act like i did the most but we in attention where the president's probably not talking as much and if they do talk they don't want to talk about this shit but they do have people that still communicate with each other and this could be this will be on the the, the uh this will be out there I think she'll be released I don't think she's gonna do five to ten years I think she'll be in jail for a month two months maybe like they're gonna make her sit in there make her pay a nice hefty fine to get out like more money than anybody would ever have to pay to get out of jail and to dispose of a marijuana case and then ban her from the country uh-huh. like you coming out here to do business and you actually out here because it's like a visa she's working on she's out there working you know on a visa your visa is going to be revoked and you're going to have to like stick to the WNBA and whatever they paying you I wonder what's going to happen to her in the WNBA even though like you know she's pretty, she's pretty well decorated you know what I'm saying 
She's like, cool because yeah. she play in Phoenix with marijuana, Arizona marijuana. Like um, marijuana in America isn't a thing at this point. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's nothing that's gonna really shame you in America and whatnot. You know. So you know. But it's like she ain't Zach Randolph. She ain't get caught with pounds of weed on a fucking private plane. Nah, she only caught. She only got caught with like you know some cartridges. Personal use, which yes, she sir. can always yes, say. I play a physical basketball game. I'm six foot nine playing basketball. My knees and shit hurt. This is what helps me. And I'm in Arizona, and this is what the doctor prescribed to me. But you are in Russia. Yeah, I'm saying you that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the Russia. Russia's a different problem. I'm just saying when I she come back about, over here, I don't care about your it's knees. different. And then over there, it's like. She's six foot nine. So imagine everybody that sees her, like, like I've been to jail before, where they put you in groups and they put you in line, and I could blend in. I'm average size nigga, you know. Imagine being six foot nine in a foreign in a foreign country, dude. (laughs) Like where honestly, they don't even do that gay shit out there. And she a gay girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I hope everything goes right for her because I'm rooting for her, obviously, not just as an American, but as a human being, as a black woman, as all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So I hope she get out of her situation, not only get out of it, but I'm also a big advocate of learning your lesson, man. Like, Yeah, yeah. Know, I, I would, you, know, know where you going. I would hope that when she have her first press conference and somebody asked her what did she learn, she have some shit that I'd be like... Okay, she learned her lesson. She don't have to impress me with her answer. That's not her goal, but I'm saying, like, I just hope she learned her lesson. That's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a foreign prison. Like, right now, today is the 8th. This shit was popping off, like, maybe a couple days ago. It wasn't that. This is fresh, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had to, like, shine some light on it, you know what I'm saying? Because not many people really talking about it. You know, it's there. It's the you know the news about it is floating and stuff, but wow, it's just something that you have to touch on because it's like fuck. It's like American citizens stuck overseas in a country where we're pretty much just at a stand like at a siege standstill. Pretty much, it's like a siege standstill with this country, and it's like damn, we can't do nothing to even get you out. I think they're gonna get her out though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one I'm thing I'm not gonna say she's stuck. I'm not gonna say she's stuck forever, but yeah, like how you know the time range that you said, like a month or two. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, one thing hopefully. about it is America's not at war with Russia. Russia's invading Ukraine. They just have a problem with it in America. America have a problem with Russia invading Ukraine, and Russia has a problem with America having a problem with it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. that's really like the misunderstanding with what they have going on. I don't think it's that shit is petty like to what they actually have going on that shit is nothing you there's no negotiation tool now let's say joe biden got caught with some smoke the president got caught with like some shit on him you know what i'm saying like he just a little powder head he can't even let the motherfucking uh secret service know so he keep a little bag in his right pocket in his jacket and he just thumbnail you know put it in his fingernail and hit that bitch every now and then you know what i'm saying yeah let's say he was there and he got caught with some powder now you have a negotiation tool But she's not even a negotiation tool Like let, the, let let Russia call and say Hey motherfucker Hey You uh, lift one of them sanctions We gonna send her home right now on a private jet They gonna be like man shit fuck that shit Don't call us about no shit like that no more nigga You calling the wrong person for one Cause this the justice department You gotta call the treasury department about this fucking sanction nigga You know what I'm saying So you even, That's one thing that's different too You got different departments running different shit That's the DOJ gonna call Justice Department gonna call and say basically, now they might have to uh 
let a Russian make it because you got you best believe they got like a motherfucking million Russians in jail over here. Yeah. Be like, hey man, you gotta let like three of my niggas out. I'll let her go. Cause we know you got like ten to one, thir- uh, thirty to one, a hundred to one of my niggas to yours. So just let like five of my people out. It's in there for some petty shit. It's basically in America jail for shit that they might let slide in Russia. A nigga might got caught with an AK over here, and they like we let niggas ride with AKs everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They like let five of them niggas that got caught with AKs up out of jail, bro. We let her out of jail for the weed that y'all let go slide over there. Five AKs for one weed case, which is cool because you're not. It's like you're not letting them back on the street. You sending them niggas back to Russia where they allowed to carry AKs on the street. You know what I'm saying? In certain places. Yeah. And. That's just kind of the, the same thing that's going on right here. Wait a minute, hold on, time out. You can carry AKs in Russia? Yeah, yeah, in certain parts. That's where the AKs was made. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got Russian AKs. They 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 are the, the AK nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, I rock around with my AK. Cal- I rock around with my AK. But yeah, it's the the A and the K is Russian name. I walk around with my AK. But um. That's kind of like the same thing going on. They take marijuana and drug use very serious over there. We just look at that shit as like recreational business party. But we look at guns like, man, you kill everybody. You oh, you got a gun over here, like, and they looking at guns like, hey, we don't give a fuck. Like, protect yourself. Like, but don't smoke that weed. Don't smoke no <laughs> weed, nigga. <laughs> don't smoke no weed because the president don't smoke, and he kind of like what he do is what he do. Like, I guarantee if, if Putin smoked weed, he he would have everybody growing marijuana. <laughs> well, you can't grow marijuana in fucking Russia, but no, you can't. It's a we gonna find a way. <laughs> And that's we another thing too. Weed. Is nigga, weed got to be hella expensive in Russia. He like, nigga, ain't no way, nigga. You ain't got no fucking weed. You got to get that <laughs> shit imported, nigga. That's an import. That's a like foreign drug to them niggas. Hell yeah. Damn. But different topic. We ain't talking about Russia and weed. Yeah. Sorry, Brittany. Hope you get out soon. You know what I'm saying. So, anyways, let's get on to the next one, man. Shit, we're gonna talk about your boy over here, man. This. I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to say the word but I'm going to go womp 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 like Calvin Ridley getting popped for betting on NFL teams on some parlays you know what I'm saying what you think about that I no what you think about that bro you go first other than it being against the rules I don't think it's a big such a big deal but I do think it's Irresponsible for sure Yeah Like what would you need To gain From betting On parlays Well I look at it It's like Everybody kind of Touch bases on it And I feel like I'm no I'm repeating What everybody's saying But it's almost like Some type of Insider trading Type of Information leaking That you're doing And whatnot. It, but In your own sport It's just like Oh uh, man And then you got caught on all the bases Not because he said anything Just because of the relations Like you know, just because of the relations Through like you know the NFL And the sport and the sports book that he was using I don't know what the sports book was But like um Man that was very sloppy It's sloppy <laughs> It was sloppy in, in my in my opinion I mean like your own sport too I don't know And you know When it comes to like The biggest athlete Who's a big gambler to me I think of Michael Jordan But I don't think Michael Jordan Bet on games Like in the, in the NBA 
that he was playing or you know or that was going on during the season that he was playing or participating but like you know the oh. guy but the guy but, Doc, but kevin really he did it like you know while he was like on his on, on his like you know his layover i'll call it his layover for mental health issues and whatnot okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna do some jmo talk and this is JMO talk is like me just telling you exactly what I think. It's no fact, nothing proven. It's just things I feel like. With Jordan, right? I feel like for one, I heard about his year off of basketball, his first retirement, that he was forced to do a retirement because you know he was doing something he hadn't been doing. Probably gambling on basketball. Michael Jordan bet on himself in everything. Golf, cards. Yeah, yeah he, he bet uh, he gambles, yeah. Uh, shuffle. Whatever You know what I'm saying Whatever Horse racing Race cars Whatever So it's hard for me to believe He didn't have enough sense To like Shuttle Shuffle the money Through people And do things But it's hard for me to believe In my heart of hearts That Michael Jordan The most confident gambler All time on himself And anything Didn't have enough And and didn't have enough Fucking (coughs) Didn't gamble on himself In basketball Like come on man Like I don't, he suck at golf He gambles on that shit Cards is a chance game He gambles on that shit Basketball is the one game He can control everything I just feel like He had enough sense To do it through people That were already Big gamblers If a nigga already Known for putting Spending Six million dollars Every NFL season On gambling <laughs> It's nothing for me To throw him Another 1.5 2 million dollars Throughout the season To gamble on me You know what I'm saying so I feel like yeah he might have I just feel like he done it better It's just like smoking weed You don't know who smoke weed in the league You only hear about niggas that get caught But you feel like everybody smoked damn there man Yeah You know what I'm saying it's, yeah. That's the same thing I feel like I feel like It's like a job right Jobs don't care what you do It's all about how you do it you do They it? like I don't you care if you smoke know. weed Just don't get hurt nigga You yeah. know what I'm saying Yeah And that's yeah. the same thing with the NBA The NFL They kind of like Long as they don't hit our radar and we gotta fucking deal with it, we don't give a fuck what you do, nigga. They knew fucking right, uh, uh, Robert Kraft was sleeping with prosper, uh, with the fucking massage people. He been with them this nigga sixty some seventy years old. You think he been doing this shit since the seventies or nah? Man, shit, this is rich people, man. They be doing all this shit. And then man. you don't think none of the owners, none of the fucking they, people oh, know? Yeah. It's like so. Gotta, it's like yeah. it's cool until you get us looking bad. Now you get us looking bad, bitch. You got to do something different, nigga. Yeah, pretty much how you said in the beginning. That's how you carry yourself. Like, out of Le- I think Carmelo smoked weed for sure. I know KD smoked weed. Yeah. Because every... Uh, I know Deshaun Watson smoked weed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is shit that you don't think about, you don't hear about. They don't get in trouble for They still get uh, put out to the NFL or the NBA fans as outstanding citizens and role models and we still NBA cares these niggas still helping build the house and all that shit you know what I'm saying and yeah and we smoking weed and too. I'm watching this shit on TV I'm not around a nigga I ain't never did shit with these niggas but watch them on TV see what type of niggas they are see what type of shit they like on Instagram Facebook and see the little shit they may say in the interview and I'm like okay KD Deshaun Watson like all the weed niggas like the niggas in LA who got, you know, they be having their own Instagram pages and shit. That nigga be liking all they shit. Nigga put up a bag with three pounds. Nigga, Deshaun Watson liked the picture, nigga. <laughs> you talking about a nigga that's out of the NFL that just don't give a fuck. He done lost touch with how to be PR, nigga. He ain't got no PR staff or nothing. That nigga just like, man, that look like some good smoke, nigga. Double I tap. say, yo, what you doing? <laughs> that nigga AB a- took a picture with some weed. Like, he was sitting around a whole bunch of quarter pounds. Deshaun Watson liked the picture. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, nigga. AB. Oh, yeah, AB smoked weed for sure. 
Kumbaya. And they're smoking weed. Kumbaya. So that's what I, I feel like with, with weed smoking, with niggas that's paying for pussy, it's the same thing with niggas that's gambling and gang banging. They let niggas do what they do until that shit like John Wall, they been letting him throw up all the bees and all the games until he get caught on Instagram with the red flags, throwing up bees, smoking weed. But we never heard nothing else about him smoking weed or being a gang member ever since. Yeah. They threw that shit on the rug like niggas just don't let that shit hit our radar again. Why? Because nobody blew it up like that. Because it's John Wall. What you expect? Nobody expected nothing less out of more out of John Wall that than him be being a, a gang banging weed smoking nigga. They just like to chill and hang out. He enjoying his meals. He got nice shit. And when I seen him pull up, he was supposed to play at a celebrity basketball game in Houston uh, years back, right? When James Harden them came through. This nigga came to the game of slippers, dog. He came to the game late. You could tell he just hopped off of PJ. You could just look at a nigga. He got the bag, like his little bag on him. He walking. He got a few niggas with him. And he got a slides on. He got some fucking icy ass shit. Though. All you can see is this shit sparkling, though. No cap. And he just walk in and what's the name and walk over there and say some shit to him like James Harden. He like, nigga, I best bet he like, nigga, what the fuck you supposed to be playing, nigga? And he do some like, he just go over there and sit down and watch him. He sit down on the bench with the team he's supposed to be on and watch him play. But he just got his slides on, just a whole ass nigga like. Like, bro, where your shoes at? Bro, I ain't gonna play, bro. But you came all the way over here just to tell me you're not gonna play, nigga. We had you signed up, nigga. Nigga, you could have just stayed home. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, put, he popped up at the Toyota Center like that. Nah, it wasn't the Toyota Center. It was a celebrity basketball game at the uh, what a uh, fucking Cougars play. Okay, I forget the stadium. Yeah, it had James Harden, Russell Westbrook was there. It had the Morris, the Morris Isn't twins. Isn't that supposed to be like on um, the college? Yeah, it had the Morris twins. Yeah. It had Demar Derozan was there, nigga. For real, that's when I seen him play, and I'm glad he playing like he playing now, right? Cause when I seen him play in that gym, uh-huh. I was like, "How did he can't fucking score forty every night?" This nigga was making every shot, bro. You saw all these dudes? Yeah, they was playing a celebrity basketball game. Nipsey Hussle was there, nigga. Nipsey was there. He wasn't playing though. He was there in the crowd. Slim Thug was there in the crowd. Jay Prince Jr. was there in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, mm. I say it was a pretty cool day, man. Did but, you uh, tell me about this story? One I time? probably did. I got some videos of it in my phone though. Uh, but it was a pretty cool day. Uh, James Harden them one. James Harden hit the game one and three in that game. Okay. Him and Russell Westbrook was on teams, and this was before they actually played together on the Rockets, nigga. The year before they played together on the Rockets, they I seen them play together in the, uh, the celebrity game. That's why I thought it would work. Cause I'm like, oh, they cool. They like yeah, playing. They yeah. played one year in basketball. They like, nigga, I hate this nigga. I can't play, I can't play with this nigga. <laughs> I could not play with this nigga, man. Yeah, I can't play with this nigga. Hell no. DeMar DeRozan was doing some shit, though. He was on the other team. They lost, but that nigga was hitting every shot. This nigga was doing like 360 dunks, like all kind of shit. And I'm just like, how the fuck he can't score 40 every night? This nigga's a fucking... A monster. A monster. And the shit he doing in Chicago is basically what he was doing, just perf- perfection. Nigga like mid-range, going to his spots, hitting his shots. But he, he had the Morris Twins and... He had some niggas on his team that wasn't gonna really score like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because James Harden and fucking Westbrook was doing all kind of shit, Westbrook like he could actually shoot the ball. But James <laughs> Harden was just—he was just pulling up. You know how he do? He just yeah, walking up, pulling up, walking yeah. up, pulling up, walking up, pulling up. It was a cool game to watch though. They only won by three or two. But like I gotta say James Harden hit the game on a shot. He hit a three. 
And John Wall just sitting there sitting with on fucking, the sideline like a little with bit side, with slides on. Nipsey over there with a gang of his gang, his homies. Like he got a few of the homies with him, probably like four or five niggas with him sitting there. So you say Jay Prince Jr. out there too. So you he know the mob up. tops. He there though. Right when he pulled up, him and Nipsey like. <clears throat> Well, when Nipsey pulled up, that's when they go over there. They shake hands and kick it, like you know what I'm saying. Stuff that's up so with gangster, that. man. It be is. amongst that, that, that type of like you know atmosphere like that. That's tight. And you know how I got in that that's GP. Tight. He just hit me up like, "Bitch, we going to the game, nigga." I'm like, "What game, nigga?" He like, "I got three tickets. Me, you, and Jay. We gonna go Saturday." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, bet." He All just, right, that's cool. Yeah, that's why I say that. And then it was on June 27th concert he took us to like that. But June 27th, yeah. What was I doing around that time on June 27th? <clears throat> I don't even know. This wasn't that day though. This was a different day because after we left this, we went. It sounded like trade day to me. June twenty seventh is H Town Day. That's okay. like Screw Day. Okay. That's what uh, when we went to see them, they had Lil Kiki, Big Pokey, ESG, Lil Flip, all them Southside niggas. Oh, what was that? That was just on the Southside. This was at uh downtown at the club. Let's start with an S. Okay. It's right there on Main. I forgot what it's called. It's the uh, fuck. I got something. It's a nice club. It's like a three and one. Got like a bar, a lounge, and a club. That bitch nice though. Like Bro. upstairs type shit. Mm-mm. It's just three and one. Like the lounge area got like an open air. You can sit in that bitch and smoke the bar. Mm-hmm. Like they got banging ass music in the club. You can't. You can hear like the whole bar got its own music. It's like nice, nice ass bar. You can get sit over there, chop it up with a bitch, get her drunk and shit. Then the club is popping. They got sections. They got a spot like a little stage where niggas perform at. Yeah. Nice music, mixed crowd. You know what I'm saying? It's nice. And it man. begins with an S. I'm trying to think of the fucking name, man. It's club something, man. If I say the name, you know the club. It's a popular club. Every Friday and Saturday, it'd be popping. I'm thinking Lil about Lil Wayne it. was he was there for somebody else's birthday like a month or something back. I'm thinking about it. Damn, man. I need to go downtown, man. I know Spire. Club Spire. Spire? Yeah, S P I R E. Spire. I've never been to Spire. I need to go out more, man. I was just thinking about that, man. Shit, I need to hit the hit the hit um the Houston downtown scene up a little bit more. <clears throat> I've been trying to stay secluded in the house and stuff like that on the weekends to try to get my rest, but then I started realizing I'm like, yo, because of COVID, really, I haven't been out in like about a year. <laughs> I haven't socialized in like in any time, but I'm like, I'm ready to socialize. But that's just um that's just a thought about that when you just said spire. And, yeah, you know, a nice little spot though. Yeah, shit. <clears throat> and that concert after the basketball game. Nah, that- after the <laughs> basketball game, we went to the uh, the trail ride. The trail ride was in uh, Homestead. Okay, so you were like, okay, that was an eventful day right there. Yeah, we went to the uh, trail ride in Homestead where they just had basically all the niggas line up on the side of the street. That's why I ran into two real ass over there. They just line up on the side of the street. People bring the trail ride through, but it's at night. So they be having niggas be having they slabs and all that <laughs> shit. They be bopping like Homestead really show out that night. Oh, but I see, yeah, it sounds like Fifth Ward. Nice Homestead. We went to Fifth Ward this weekend, though. A okay. spot called Fifth Level. Uh huh. That's where uh, J Prince Jr. gonna have his birthday party at on the 15th, 25th. On the 25th, he gonna have his birthday party on the, uh, at the Fifth Level. It's a rocker, rock what the nigga name? Rap a lot spot. You can tell they got plaques and shit on the wall from Do or Die, Scarface, and some sh- other shit. It was a lot older crowd at first, but you know a few younger people came through our age and shit. Just a laid back spot. They sell food. You can smoke on the outside. Got the little patio. Let you smoke on. Uh, liquor, of course. All black crowd. Fifth Ward crowd. You know, Fifth Ward people are 
pretty cool people to be around. Seen some weird ass shit, super weird shit though, bro. I gotta tell you this story, bro. I hope I don't get offended about it. I hope I can keep myself together. But look, I'm gonna tell the story fast though. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It's just some shit I seen. Nigga pull first. The chick pull up, right? Serious, like damn, she look kind of cool. A nigga pull up. They link up, they hug, but he end up going inside, and we end up going in behind him. She stay outside. But when she come in, she tapped me on the shoulder like, hey. And I'm like looking at this bitch like, what the fuck? She like, oh, you ain't him? And she walk over there. So that automatically let me know she don't know this nigga. Like, okay, they on some link up shit. Another bitch pull up. All three of them linked up. They all dancing on this nigga and shit. Then a nigga pull up. And I'm thinking they finna go like double, like two on two. He hugged the nigga. Mm. <laughs> the nigga put his hand on this nigga ass, bro. And oh. I'm like... I'm tripping. I'm thinking like the hand fell down. You know, sometimes your hand get where I'm, you know, I'm like, man, okay, the nigga, ain't, he ain't mean to grab the nigga on the ass, bro. I'm overreacting. But it seemed like one of the niggas wanted to fuck the nigga more than he wanted to fuck either of the bitches. Because one nigga, I ain't gonna lie, he trying to converse with the hoe. He, uh, they all on his dick. But the other nigga keep coming, pulling him from over there, like putting his arm around the nigga, whispering, and it'll sound a bunch of weird shit. And they start hugging. And I'm like, I look at my boy, I'm like, they, they must the be fuck? bisexual. Must be. And he was like, yeah, man, they buy him or something, man. And I'm just like, and the only reason I'm surprised is because I had already had a scenario stuck in my head. This ain't me like, oh my God, <laughs> gay people. I've never seen it before. I already think, I see two bitches, two niggas. The bitches look good. I'm thinking they finna go on some straight fifth or late night shit you know what I'm saying yeah but it was just a different that thing shit. than I had envisioned so when I see them niggas hugging and whispering in each other ear it threw you off like a mother. it threw me off like a motherfucker <laughs> you could tell both of the bitches was bothered cause they keep trying to get up shake their ass and go up on the niggas but them niggas was just too interested in each other bro Oh, like, it felt bad now I feel bad for the ladies nah I really <laughs> just felt like it was a way I was like man if I was like in my own element like I'm in, a, I'm in a whole nother hood around a whole bunch of niggas I don't know. I don't know who is who, who fuck with who, who know who. Like, so it's hard for me to like step out. Like when I'm in spots like that, I literally just sit back and try to peep everything. And that I was go it, Fifth Ward. Fifth Ward. It's called Fifth Level. <laughs> That's the f- okay. Fifth Level. Okay. Yeah, I want to go there when that nigga J Prince oh, and Junior have his party because I. It's a nice little small. You say food. You say food. You say they serve food. So I might get myself a plate or something like that. But I don't know. It's free to get in. Like I say, they don't really they don't cost shit to get in. You just pay for your food, pay for your drink. You have you some weed, roll up your weed, go sit on the porch and chill. We chilled there for probably about an hour. How they food is over there though? I smell good. I didn't eat there. All it right. smelled good though. The waffles. They got chick like shit like chicken and waffles. They got chicken and waffles. That shit smelled good though. I ain't gonna lie. Like the waffles. All I could smell was the waffles when I walked in there. People smoking in there and everything. And all I could smell was the waffles, nigga. <laughs> they got hookahs and all this shit. It's a nice little crowd. Like I say, Fifth Ward. It remind me of not Louisiana because I've never really been there, but Louisiana people to where you have an older crowd, but it's still a party. You know what I'm saying? You don't go in that bitch and, like the older chicks needs. Was better than mine, nigga. I look at this one older chick, bro. She had to be like 50, nigga. She hitting that shit like down. I'm like, nigga, this chick got some good ass knees to be old. But it had, like I say, it had some older people, had some younger people. They had some a real good DJ. Just a nice fifth ward ass crowd, man. I liked it, man. It just seemed like a place that Jay Prince like envisioned. You know what I mean? For his people, no cap. 
Like it's laid back. Laid real laid yeah, back. That's what I want to go like. back uh one of these weekends. Like I said, I don't call shit to get in there. But I know for sure when Prince have his party in there, I want to slide up in there for sure. Because I know it's gonna be a lot of people. No, oh, you yeah, like to have gonna... like celebrities and shit there. That's the only thing that's gonna kind of make it. It's gonna be too many people, honestly. Cause they gonna they... I might actually see somebody up in there, I know. They gonna Almost. have people all the way on the outside and everything, man. Yeah. You might as well just <clears throat> Might as well just be up in a big ass crowd. That's what it's gonna be like. They got the trail route. I mean, how big the, is how big is on fifth level? Oh, it's not that big, bro. Inside is a, it's like, a like lounge. twice this garage. Yeah, it's you like make a it nice sound lounge. like you make it sound like a lounge. Yep. And then you know that they got the uh, spring crawfish festival that same day. Okay. Okay. I want to really want some crawfish. Out there. I want some crawfish. And that's too. a nice vibe out there too. They have music. You know what I'm saying? I, little shit. Out there, going old humble, huh? In spring, Old Town Spring. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Old Town Spring, that's what it's called? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know why I call it Old Humble. But, like, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I went out there before. I went out there before. Shit, I even ate, like, that was my first time eating alligator. Yeah. Alligator tastes pretty fucking good. And frog, too. I ain't never ate frog. Little, real talk. It tastes like chicken. They taste like chicken. <laughs> like the alligator. I ate alligator, uh, probably like three weeks ago. Ah, where the shit was the best tasting shit. It's like rubbery, yeah. But I didn't like the yeah texture. I didn't like the texture at all. I felt yeah. like I was eating fucking some like stiff ass shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like it was like rubbery to me. Yeah, exactly. But it was okay. I could just tear into it. Yeah, the taste was real good though. Mm-hmm. That shit was spicy. It was Cajun. Yeah, this one was deep fried. I don't know. This might have been. I don't know. It was fried though for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we we just got up on that stuff, man. Good times and shit, yeah. We need to start doing that. So, um, besides the sports, like that's really nothing else. I'm not gonna talk about Westbrook and his feelings right now. I'm gonna leave that alone. You got anything else you wanna talk about, bro? Not in the sports world. We can leave it that at that. Hmm. Well, yeah, man. I guess I can say that we're done right now, huh? Done for the day. Wow, it was a short show, guys. Man. Well, anyways, yeah, we we're just doing some updates and whatnot. Um, have you been watching the draft? I haven't been really watching the draft that much. Nothing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The draft is next month. You know, we're not the draft or the combine. Ain't nothing to watch. Ain't nothing to watch. The only thing I would like to see in the combine is if they televised the interviews. I don't want to see a nigga working out. Like, I seen a nigga work out for three years in college. I want to see a nigga, what he got to say, like, when they asking him certain questions. Okay. Might be incidences about that he've had that was troubling. It may have been a performance issue that they want to correct, and they want to ask him, is he willing to be work on this? You know what I mean? So it's just, I want to see those type of interviews, really to see what kind of questions they ask for real. And then see how them young dudes put up with that pressure. Because you in the interview of your life, nigga. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only part that I think is different than like we didn't get to see them niggas been playing in college for three four years like they got a chance to see how fast they can really run on a football field. I don't give a fuck how fast a nigga run with some tights on. How fast a nigga look on that football field, Tyreek Hill. I don't give a fuck how slow he is to other niggas like compared to niggas who run faster forties on that football field with them pads on and that helmet on. He the fastest right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I like to see is the performance on the field. And I got a chance to see it. And I can still go see it if I 
curious about any player, I can go watch their whole season, their whole career on YouTube if I wanted to. So, but I would like to see what type of individuals these guys are. Mm-hmm. I think somebody. Like, I think somebody like um. Well, I'm just gonna make a note. I forget his name, but like I guess he has like the fastest forty now in history. Okay. Four two. These motherfucker was hitting four twos. Crazy shit. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> that's like Deion Sanders type shit. Like Devin Hester was fast, but he never really became a great receiver. Yeah. So fast ain't well, everything. A great punt returner. Yeah. Well, a great, a great kickoff and punt returner. Really. Yeah. But then you'll have guys like Amari Cooper, who's not the fastest, but can run every route in the route tree. Mm-hmm. I so think Dallas all, just let him go, huh? They' about to let him go. It's money thing though. It's nothing to do with anything other than money. They owe him twenty-two million dollars to play football this year. They can save sixteen million if they cut him. They have a rookie, not a rookie guy going in on a second year, contra, uh, second contra, year of his contract on a rookie contract that's giving more production. So it's like, why not? Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? more production. Yeah. For C- sure. Yeah, CB Lamb. CD Lamb. Yeah. Yep. So, but Amari Cooper is a route running route. Uh, What's her name? So he's gonna test. The, he's oh, gonna receiver. test the. He's gonna test the free agents under the free agency awarders. Yep, he's going him, Demarcus Lawrence. They both gonna test the free agency market. Might as okay. well. Well, because I feel like Dallas is kind of still structured and whatnot. They, you know, it's just I guess like how you said in the last episode that we, when we was talking about them. Um, I'm thinking about uh the coach, my fault, uh, <laughs> McCarty. Yeah, mm-hmm. as I could just say, it's McCarty, man, and that's about it on that one. <laughs> yep. But the last thing is, that's what happens when you gotta pay your quarterback. They have to pay Dak like all that money. Now you see they gotta start letting niggas go who was already under contract, obviously for multiple years. So they well, yeah, don't forget Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke been paid. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be off the books like in like a year already. He's been paid. The new money is Dak. Yeah. He the ones getting forty five million a year, forty something, forty four million a year. Zeke making nineteen. Damn. So okay, like he's Dak is making what Demarcus Lawrence and uh, Amari Cooper were combined to get about forty five million together, close to it, forty forty something. Signed to like how many years? Cooper was signed. He literally just signed like a five year, hundred million dollar contract. A five year? $100 million contract. How like many two years? years ago. So he's on his third year. They already finna let cut, the, about to cut, cut the contract. Wow. That's why people, when they get the money, they always like stay locked in on their guaranteed money. The only thing he got guaranteed was his first two and a half years, which is 22, 22, 6. So he got guaranteed $50 million out of the $100 million. He got half of his money. But they can get off of sixteen million off the books if they cut them. But yeah, exactly. He pretty much got half the contract. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much save money. Yeah, they gonna get that because they over they over the uh, tax threshold anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just getting them under there. It's not even creating money for them to go spend anywhere else. It's just getting them to where they can pay the niggas they have and not have to pay the NFL more money. That's just crazy. That's cutthroat. And that's why I laugh at <laughs> that's cutthroat. my Dallas fans is because I tell them niggas, this is what y'all paid for. Y'all can say anything about look at y'all and look at us and we're doing better than y'all, but 
We have a lot of cap. We have nine picks in the draft. We have a very tradable as two very three very tradable assets in Deshaun Watson, Laramie Tunstall, and Brandon Cooks. And y'all niggas paid like way over money than y'all got to spend for the shit y'all just did. Yeah, they pretty much on their gun for the finish line. And that shit got them nowhere. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying y'all niggas in nowhere. Them, the Lakers too. I had a Laker hater, a Laker lover. My bad, I'm the Laker hater. I had a Laker lover tell me, look at the Rockets and look at us. But y'all paid for that shit, nigga. Y'all got fucking LeBron on a $35 million. Y'all got Anthony Davis making 40. Y'all got Russell Westbrook making 44, nigga. And y'all niggas ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. We got, nigga, eight rookies, nigga. Not literally, but we got all rookies, nigga. The only niggas making money is Eric Gordon making probably like $18 million. Christian Wood making like 18 million. Everybody else getting paid a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's y'all niggas pay for that shit. We got young niggas. We finna get a lottery again. Get another young nigga. And then hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Basketball is hard to build a team. Football is easier. They say it's harder in football. I just feel like niggas in football get too complicated. They just like, who the fuck gets a quarterback with no offensive line? Yeah, you have to build a team. And it's easy to build a team in football, I feel, for real. Even off draft. Because all you got to do is do the shit that makes sense instead of trying to outsmart a motherfucking. Like, it's written on what needs to happen. Basketball, it's hard. Because a nigga might go crazy on in college or might go crazy in Europe. But he can't do that shit against... You, you don't know what you got until you see him against the best. Yeah. It's a big discrepancy in a college, a NFL, I mean, an NBA player and any other basketball player in the world. Big discrepancy. And college football players, they come in and fucking run for 1,200 yards the first year. Come in, throw for 4,000 yards the first year. Come in and win offensive player of the year. I mean, win, be the best offensive lineman like Quentin Nelson was the best guard in his first three years. NBA boy Job and Ren Banner League Four years He just not getting that okay This is third year He just not getting that okay recognition It's still gonna be like Two years till he can become that Guy guy Because you got just so many people Above him He's as good as he is You still have a Steph Curry mm-hmm. You still got KD You still got Giannis You still got Joel Embiid You still got Yo you still got a gang of niggas You like okay As good as he is You still got a gang of niggas <laughs> Cause NFL, NBA, you gotta adjust to that shit. It takes a lot yeah. longer, bro. And hey, but stick with it. Yeah, that's why I can't. I can't wait till like three years when the Texans get back on that shit. Cause once the Texans can, if they can do it right, they can be sustained goodness and hopefully become great at least a couple years. They gonna be at the point for real. They can have a stiff offensive line, a nasty defensive line. Any running back can get behind. That line and run. Same well, let's thing. See Lovey and, let's see what Lovey Smith does. It ain't Lovey Smith, though. It's the yeah, GM. Yeah, it's the GM, I know. He the I one got to draft the right people for Lovey to coach. He the one got to trust the scouts instead of trusting himself. The people who actually got That's the gotta, whole team, you know what I'm saying? Scouts, GM, the coach. Yeah, everyone's going to have to work with it. I know. I already know how the, how the room is. Yeah, but it ain't the same room in every room. You know that. Some yeah, some some coaches get that input. Some coaches don't. Lovey is literally an all defensive coach. That's they don't even have a defensive coordinator because they have him as the head coach. So he's not going to be in a room with them. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm, you being in a room don't mean you get a chance to talk and make a decision. 
I know he's that not don't mean you get a chance to say, hey, man, what about him? And they listen. I'm just saying, based on what I know the Texans to be, the guys that are running the show and how things have been the last two years since they've been in there. What's I the name of that GM again? Nick Casario. Yeah, Nick, I, 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 was thinking I highly, too. highly doubt if, unless they're getting a defensive player in the, on the number three pick. Oh, nah. I, I'm just saying, this is what I'm saying. That's a scenario. I'm not saying they are. I'm just telling you. Unless they're getting a defensive player with the number three pick, they have no reason to ask him what the fuck he want. That's the only side of the, the offense. He's the head coach. He going head coach. He not even going to get a chance to really run shit because obviously he didn't hire the staff. That's already to show you something. He didn't tell niggas who, when they fired Debbie Culley, they fired him and kept the rest, most of the other. And they fired him and Tim Kelly. Him and the offensive coordinator. They brought in Pep Hamilton. Well, they promoted Pep Hamilton, promoted uh, Lovey Smith. Two of the niggas they already had. And they kept pretty much the rest of the same staff that they hired before David Cully even got the job. So this already let you know what type of shit he dealing with. He just ain't tripping because he there already. He finna get more money. They gave him like multiple years. So even if they fire him after this year, he gonna get the money regardless. You know, he get a, and then he get a chance to just be a head coach one more time. He ain't tripping on shit. But he ain't gonna have much say so. Their goal is to build this team up. They're going to get rid of almost everything that they don't want. They might keep David Mills for like two or three years. I wish I had a soundboard so I can like do like do it like an explosion. Because pretty much what I've been saying is like just going to have to just start over. They already did. Of course. This is that. year two of the rebuild. Year one was they're getting the cap all the way together by signing a bunch of one-year veteran contracts, getting them off the books. Now they got like... Well, One of the best cap situations in the uh, game. Well, I hope I well I have I have high hopes for you for you for you Texans. I hope that y'all have a good draft and whatnot. They gonna be and good. y'all have a good off season they and everything good, works well for you guys. And y'all get rid of the cancer that's that's called Deshaun Watson. Nah, bro, we're gonna be good, bro. Trust yeah, me. it was about three years. Like we got this draft, next draft, and after that we're gonna be back. It's a process. Is it trusting the process? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, man, shit, you took a lot of the shit. I'm not gonna talk about Carolina. Dang, Anyways, I ain't got nothing to talk about. Uh, shut up. We still got stuff to talk about, but I'm not gonna talk what about. What y'all gonna talk about? Who y'all? I ain't talking about nothing. I'm about to say I'm. Who y'all quarterback? Well, quarterback is Sam Darnold. That's it. Again? Sam Darnold. That's it. That's nothing else we can do. We stuck with Sam Darnold. So y'all pay for that shit? Man. Nah, we ain't uh, trade paid. That's what you could say. No, because y'all... Uh, no, we traded for him. him. No, no, we pay- traded for him. If you let me talk, you get a chance to learn something. I trust me. Nah. Y'all traded yeah. for him, but what did y'all do when y'all traded for him, smart guy? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Of course. Y'all ain't pick up the fifth year option? Uh... Yeah, this is that's this what is I was gonna here? say, man. Of course it is. That's All right, what I was okay. Say. So, so learn, learn me something, sir. I was trying to, but you was trying to cut me off. I with ain't the say shit. I ain't even cut, cut nothing. Had. I ain't cut nothing. It's okay, bro. Y'all gonna suck ass, bro. Y'all gonna still yeah, pick, whatever, man. Y'all gonna pick yeah, in yeah, the yeah, middle whatever. of the draft. Y'all gonna suck ass too. Of course, but we're gonna get like a top pick. Of course, okay. So we're gonna, gonna suck ass. Okay. So, so, so don't 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 belittle my team. Cause we got a direction though, y'all don't. Yeah, whatever. What's your direction? Tell me. What's I the don't plan? even give a fuck. What's the plan? We, there is no plan. That's we got a sucky ass coach that I don't fucking like. <laughs> okay. We ain't got no coach. So, yeah, yeah, we got a coach that I don't fucking like. We ain't got no coach though. Yeah. RGM is our coach. Y'all do have y'all, y'all do have a coach. RGM is our coach. Lovey Smith. RGM my coach, bro. <laughs> and that's cool, man. 
I hope you have a good offseason. We will, though. All right, that, that's good. As long as they get an offensive lineman in the first round, I think they do good. That'd be smart. Very smart. So we'll see. So, anyways, that's about it, guys. I'm getting tired. I had to do this. You know what I'm saying? We had to do this. And, um, yeah, so we made it. Thank you guys for, like, sticking with us and stuff like that. Don't forget to, like, you know, follow us on any listening platform that you may be able to listen to podcasts. You know, you know, you know, just list, just look us up, steer the ship. You'll find us, you know what I'm saying? Follow us on our Instagrams, you know what I'm saying? You got steer the ship. That at, that's at steer the ship. You can also follow J Mo on his page. Tell the people what it is. It's J Mo713. J-A-M-O713. Yeah, you can follow me at Mr. Johnny Woe. That's at Mr. Johnny Woe. And yeah, man, we're pretty much done for the day. Oh uh, yeah, but we're gonna come back later on this week. On with you guys You know what I'm saying With more episodes And stuff like that Just you know Stick around You know what I'm saying Tune in Vibe in You know what I'm saying Vibe out Chill out Whatever Smoke out All that shit Anyways We're about to roll out And yeah Shit you got anything To tell the people Any wise words Oh I thought he was Playing with a dog Anyways yeah Whatever he said Y'all have a good one, man. Peace.